behind every interesting person is a great story. This is Person of Interest with Natalie Jones. Okay, and welcome to this special Person of Interest with me, Natalie Jones. How are you doing today? So our very own Jennifer Fritch of the morning show, of the Jeff and Jen morning show here in Cincinnati, recently was diagnosed with COVID and was out for two weeks. Today was her first day back, so I asked her after the morning show to come on and talk to us about it a little bit. This is what she had to say about her experience having COVID. Perfect. I wish I had the mic turned on for that. Yeah. Oh, I'll wish, say it again. Wish I was. <laughs> like, three, two, one. Oh, my God. You're so amazing to record with because you usually have to tell people to talk louder. But, oh, I'm already really loud. But not you. Same year. <laughs> All right, Fritch. Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm excited to be with you. Me too. We never really get to hang out very much. Like we really you don't. do the afternoons and I do the mornings. I have a kid and it's just like two ships passing opposite. in the day sometimes. Right. And I feel like as soon as I got this job at QNO2 is when it all like changed. I don't know. You had just had a kid. Yep. John and Tori just got married. Laura just left immediately when I got there. It was like so many changes were going on from the seemingly Q life before. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. But now you're a part of the funness. It's I do love it. I'm not going to lie. Good. I do love it. And thank you so much for coming on today. We are here to talk about you. And most importantly, specifically, you just got over COVID. I did. Literally, I just got out of quarantine on February the 13th. Well, so did you have a nice Valentine's Day? I didn't. It was, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just been. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just been like, I feel like my life has not been my own since I was diagnosed with COVID. And I know oh, that. How sounds, so? I know. It's just been. So immediately when um, you are, di- like when you are exposed. So just a little bit of the backstory is, is that my boyfriend was not feeling well. Um, he has some sinus issues. So we just were like, oh, he's having a sinus issue. He had like a little bit of a runny nose on a Monday. And then on Tuesday, he woke up. He still had a little bit of a runny nose, went to work, started like not feeling very well at all. And he called me. Of course, the show had just ended. It was 10 a.m. The Jeff and Jen show had just ended. And he called me. He was like, hey, I'm really not feeling well. You know, this happened, that happened. And I was like, leave work immediately. Meet me at the house. We are going to go get rapid COVID test, Mm -hmm. like immediately. Just because, you know, working here, you're around so many people. You're exposed to so many people. You know, Jeff Jeff has this. Jen has, you know, a son that has autism. Like, it's just like one of those things immediately. You're like, oh, my gosh, we have to figure this out. Yeah, and we all work on the same microphones sharing where our faces are an inch away from every day. So that happened very quickly. Um, I met him at the house. We had COVID test. His was at 1 o'clock. Mine was at 3 o'clock just because I was like, well, we both have to do this now. Yeah. Um, and he tested positive. He took a rapid, te- a rapid test and immediately tested positive. Wow. And I started freaking out because I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I wanted to wait to see what my test was before I told anybody anything because, mm-hmm. you know, just for the peace of mind, I know a lot of questions come with that. Um, My first test that I took, the rapid test, was negative. Cool. So I ran and got my kid out of school immediately, and we had her tested, and she also was negative. Oh, great. So that was great. The next day, 
my boyfriend was isolating. He was in the bedroom. We were staying away from him. We were deciding to go on full lockdown. We got this. The next afternoon at like, I don't know, four or five o'clock, I got a call back from the Kroger Little Clinic that was like, actually, you're positive. Whoa. So immediately the rapid test was negative, but they still do a nasal swab just for like an added level of mm-hmm. protection. And that's the one that came back positive. And when you find out that you're positive, your whole world like blows up. So what, how did that describe that process? Uh, the first thing I did was text <laughs> text Jen Jordan and Tim and our boss, Patty. Because I was like, I have now exposed these people to COVID. I was with them all day Monday. I was with them all day Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Here it is Wednesday, and I'm positive. So they were like, what? How is this possible? And they started freaking out. And I'm like, I don't know, but we have to figure this out. Uh, luckily, Jeff was not in the building with us at the same time. So he was able to come into work. But then everybody else had to quarantine for 10 days. Wow. Yes. So our show immediately went remote. And then I had to figure out what I was going to do about our daughter. We have a three-year-old daughter. So it's like she was already around us. She had already been exposed. Even though she tested negative, it still was just like a scary thing. What if she gets it? So did she ever test positive? She never did. And she never showed in the whole time. Like every time she would cough or sneeze or anything, we were like, (gasps) oh. Yeah. But she never really had, she never had a fever. She never showed any symptoms, nothing. That must have been a really great ray of sunshine. Yes. Consistently through. All of it. Your, yeah. Yes. Just knowing that her health was like good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, that was good. But you know, her dad and I didn't have an easy run of COVID. We both had really challenging times. So tell us about that. Before you get into details, level of one to 10, how shitty was it? It was pretty shitty. Like I, but most days was about a four. Like, I would do the same scale, like 1 to 10. Most days I was around a 4 until I started taking steroids. Then I went from, like, 4 to, like, 6 and then progressively grew from there. Aren't steroids supposed to make you feel better? So they do. That's what I'm saying. I felt better. Like, I started Oh, 10 being the best. I'm thinking 10 was the worst. Oh, no, no. 10 being the best. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I ran about a 4. Like, it started out, I had no symptoms at all. And then um, at night, I started getting, like, a really bad sore throat. Like, imagine, like, the worst strep throat you've ever had in your entire life for two days. No. Yes. I didn't have a fever. Um, My boyfriend did run a fever, but I never had a fever. But then, like, once the strep throat kind of went away, it was like you had, like, diarrhea. You had nausea. It was like you had spent a roulette wheel. And then it was like, oh, this is your symptom today. You are not going to be able to move for longer than 10 minutes before you have to go lay down again. The fatigue was crazy. Mm. And then that would, the fatigue would go away. And then something else would happen. Like, you couldn't, um, you couldn't stop blowing your nose. Constant runny nose. And then on day, like, four, I lost my sense of taste and smell totally. Which was also very interesting because you're, you find yourself, you're just eating like just to eat because you know that you have to eat food. Wow. You can't taste it. It's just very bizarre. So were you and your boyfriend sick at the same time? So was he experiencing these same symptoms? He was like a day ahead of me because he started getting his symptoms on Tuesday and I didn't get symptoms until Wednesday night. But he also was very different from me. So he had fever. He had chills. He had cough. He had trouble breathing. I was more of like strep throat, sinus headache, stomach issues. Like Mm. we were both kind of having it at the exact same time, but just like different like realms of it. It was so weird. So so now that you've experienced it, do you everything that is obviously in world news, is it 
And you're like, yes, I get it now. Yeah. I would tell you that when someone's telling you like, oh, COVID is no joke, believe them because it's not. It's not a joke. Like we don't know where we got it. We have no idea. And we even had like a video conference with our um, doctor. My boyfriend's doctor was telling us, he was like, you know, last year, most people would call and say, hey, I was positive for COVID. You know, I was around Natalie. Natalie had it, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's how I know I got it. He was like, now people have no idea where they're getting it. They don't know. Oh, God. Because it's just, I think it's just there. Like, and we lived very, I mean, we didn't go out to eat. If we went out to eat, we did carry out. I mean, I feel like we were very cautious and we were very careful. Um, both Scott and I go to work. Our kid goes to daycare. And that's kind of like the extent of what we did, what we do. You know? And nobody else in Scott, because nobody else here turned out positive, yeah. ever had any Thank symptoms. Thank God. Yeah. Did anyone in Scott's workplace? So, no. Um, most of the people at Scott's work had already had it. The other thing that we did that day, he had to get new tires on his car. So, he had dropped off his car at a tire place, picked it up. But it's like, who? Do you, you have no idea. Like, was wow. it, did somebody around you cough or you know you don't pay attention to it we were very aware very cautious like you know we went grocery store shopping and things like that but it's like we always have the same hand sanitizer we always wore our mask mm -hmm. we always we had the same group of people that we were seeing our friends you know a few family members but outside of that like we really have no idea where we got it from it's terrifying i know that is scary and that's what i think too is like one of the worst parts of it is the fear. It's like when somebody tells you, like, you have COVID, you're positive for COVID-19, you're like, oh, my God, am I going to die? Yeah, did you think that? I did, a little bit, just in the beginning for, like, a split second. But for me, I was just like, we're going to beat this. this there's no other option. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we have a kid. You're going to, you know, we're going to feel bad for a couple of weeks, but we're, we're beating this. There will be no hospital stays. There will be, and that, cause I'm a control freak just in my nature. <laughs> I'm like, nope, we're going to get it. We're going to live. This is how it's going to happen. But I can see where the fear does get involved. I can see. I know I'm really scared because your parents, did your mom have it? My mom did have it back in November, uh, December, early December. And how did she deal? She didn't do as well. She still has fatigue even to this mm -hmm. day um she was down for about three weeks she had a lot mm -hmm. of coughing issues and some breathing issues and things like that no hospital stays but still she was a little like different from us oh, and how, how old is your mom she is 62 62 was there any says my mom yeah is, was there anyone else in her household is your dad with us did he yeah no he didn't get it so he didn't show any kind of like real symptoms or anything and he was exposed to my mom but when my parents, um, so my mom was able to come and help us with our daughter when we had COVID because she still has the antibodies. And we mm -hmm. did ask her daughter, we ask her daughter, ask her doctor if she could like come around us since we were COVID positive. And he's like, you know, there's not a ton of research. If you guys have a different strain of it than she has had previous, she could get it again. But, you know, collectively, Yes, you guys can go around each other. So we did. We had her kind of move into the house and hang out with us and help oh, take great. care of our kid, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, but we had to do some follow-up doctor's appointments and things like that. So I had my dad get tested for the antibodies mm -hmm. just so that we could say, yes, you can or cannot be around us and or our kid. Um, and he tested positive for the antibodies. So at some point, he had it. 
whether he had like a mild case of it, we don't know if, you know, clearly he didn't have anything super severe because I feel like he would have known, but yeah. you know, maybe just body aches, headache, small cold. You think you have it. Maybe you don't, you know? Wow. Yeah. It's definitely the trickiest, craziest thing that I've been through and the sickest I've ever been. There have been times where I thought I had it, but maybe I was just hungover or tired. Like I couldn't. Yeah. I've been tested so many times now and been exposed so many times. And like one time I went out with a friend, we hugged, we sat in the same car, we smoked cigarettes together, we were drinking next to each other, like out, you know, we wore our masks in the CDC regulated times that we had to. Mm-hmm. And um, the very next day she tested positive and I never got it. And you never had it. I don't know. It's a gift from Maybe God. you should get tested for the antibodies, I though. really want to, honestly. You can. I, I really should. Yeah, my dad did the rapid um, plug for Kroger. He did, like, the rapid Kroger test. I don't even know how much it was, but mm. you just go, and he was like, I tested positive for the antibodies. So how do you feel now when you see some people in businesses kind of disregarding regulations? Like, the, 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 the isolated social t- time that I just said that I just described was probably the only time I mean she's like my only friend I've been seeing throughout this whole time mm-hmm. you know and I, I thought we were doing the best we could you know but when you're eating and drinking at a table next to someone and that's okay right and when you're smoking you can't you know wear a mask you know but it's also um, like amazing that you didn't get it like isn't that bizarre and my mom was staying with me and so I thought for sure you were going to get it. She was going to get it. Everybody was, was getting it. Yeah, I was like, I just killed my mom. Oh, my God. Because even when I was out with my friend that night, I felt really irresponsible doing the things that I did. But I was like, but I did them anyway. Yeah. You know. Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I feel there's two things that I feel about that. Like before getting it, I would have said, like, I want everyone to follow the rules because mm. if it's helping save even one life, why not? Why mm. are we not following the rules? After following all of the rules and still getting it, I'm like, well, I don't know what to do. You yeah. know, like it still can happen to you. You just, I mean, I feel you really like- just don't know. I think you just have to make the safest possible situation out of it for you. What's yeah. best for you, you know? So would you, so would, are you guys going to go, are you kind of living life free now? That we did say that it? we were going to go out to eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're going out to eat, but it also was like a different peace of mind. Um, I had planned a trip to get to Savannah with a girlfriend at the end of March mm-hmm. and, you know, traveling, I was like, oh, I'm going to be really nervous about maybe getting COVID or maybe figuring that whole thing out. But now I think I'll be a little more like not relaxed in the rules, but I'll feel a little bit better about knowing that. You know, if I'm having a cocktail at a restaurant, like maybe I'm not as, you know, I'm not going to get it again. Yeah. You know, there's a little peace of mind to that. Well, because I guess, how long do the antibodies last? They they say that the antibodies last about 90 days. So about three months. And I'm going to donate my plasma, which is something else that that I'm going to do. Yeah. Because if you can help others, why not? You know, what's me sitting in a chair for an hour donating plasma if it can help save someone else's life? Mm. Yeah. So now that you're now that you're back at work, do you feel like as you were talking about how you're a control freak and like following the rules? Yeah. Are you more lax like in work now or not really? No. I still have my mask on. I still cleaned. I will say like something that was different is like I wasn't really expecting some of the judgment that comes along with COVID positive. Like like people 
people are very worried about, are you contagious still? Well, how can you not be contagious, but somebody else is contagious? Like, there's a little bit of that. Like, I think people, their fear of, like, getting it from me after I was positive has been heightened. Do you feel like you're being judged for getting it? Like, you did, people think that you did something wrong? Like, you must have been using a public restroom. Yes, I think that people, I do think that people look at you like, well, what did you do to get it? Yeah. How did you get it? How were you careless that that you got it? Yes, and I feel like that's kind of a shit deal because, like, you know, there's this weird stigma around getting COVID. It's like, you know, I didn't do anything. I wasn't at some kind of crazy party. I wasn't making out with randoms. I wasn't, you know Mm. what I mean? Like, it's just bizarre to me that that people have to feel badly about getting ill, being ill. Isn't that messed up? It's kind of sad. Yeah. I I have a brother, uh, one of my brothers, we ha- I have a strict policy with him that we're never allowed to talk about politics ever again because we're on polar opposites and the way we deal with it is really different. And yeah. And it just, it never goes well. So we amicably made that, we agree to it and we're still best friends, you know. But I recently sent him a gift that was um, like a COVID joke and he immediately wrote back and said, I thought we're not allowed to talk about politics. politics. Uh, and I was like, man, yeah, this is not political. This is a human. I do not think I feel I say that in that it seems I feel like what you just said is kind of in the same breath of like it's political and there's judgment around it when there's not at all. Yeah, there's not. It's you're sick. You know, when you and it's bizarre to me, like I understand that it's easy, like it's worse than the flu. It's easier to get than the flu. Mm. But when I had a coworker at work that had the flu when they came back to work, I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, are you going to give me the flu? This is so weird. You know, it was like they had the flu. You know, you were worried about them. You can still die from the flu. There's still all these things that are very similar to COVID, but it's like there's not the stigma around getting the flu or having, you know, some something else. Uh, and maybe it's because, you know, the media and all these things that we've been taught just put so much fear into people. I don't know. Well, does it change the way you feel about how each state and how each state does their regulations? I don't think For instance, so. Like some states are on way lockdown, and Ohio now is. We're, we're willy-nilly. We can do whatever we want to, pretty much. Yeah, eat know? at the buffet. Yeah. I mean, that's bizarre to me that we're doing that again. <laughs> but whatever. But I feel like, I mean, each each person, I think, needs to be responsible for themselves. You know, mm-hmm. like, try as hard as you can not to get it. You know, yeah. I understand that liberties and things like that are involved. But it's like, just, I would want to try as hard as I could not to get it because I felt like such shit that I don't want anyone else that I know or anyone that I don't know to feel like that. Yeah. You know? Man, I um, a- after that scare with my friend I was just telling you about, that was in December, the beginning mm-hmm. of December. And also at the same time, I was dating someone who both of his parents died of COVID in 2020. Both of them. Normal, I mean, just healthy adults in their 60s. Yeah. And maybe they're in their early 70s. But regardless, seemingly healthy, normal people, both dead. Yeah. And it's really changed my world. Like, it doesn't, before I was... I don't know. He would talk about it, and I would be there for him. And both of my parents are immunocompromised, so it made me aware, aware more so. They're like, okay, this is real. And then having the scare, it really hits home. And since then, I now do nothing. I'm on lockdown. I go to work, and I go to the grocery store, and I go to exercise. Yeah, which are all good things, you know. And that is it. And I understand, like I said, I understand people's need to, to have liberties and to have freedoms and to have those things in life but i think for the benefit of humanity mm-hmm. it's like can we just maybe think about that for others 
do you think not to get too political do you think a lot of do you think people are really uh, taking that seriously sometimes I think yeah. sometimes they do I mean I think a lot of the hot debate right now is about the vaccine mm-hmm. and you know I was telling you a little bit earlier like I going going into like vaccination season or whatever you want to call it because that's kind of what's getting ready to really start for a lot of people like I was I wasn't completely on the fence about the vaccine. I just was like, you know what, if the vaccine is offered to me, I will evaluate at that time how I feel about it. What do I know about it? Because so many things change every day about the vaccine. But as having had covid, if it would help, if it would have helped me have less symptoms, less time being sick, you know, if it has if it helps someone not go into pneumonia, not, you know, I would have taken it. I would totally have taken it. Yeah. Are you going to do it moving forward? Well, and that's having had COVID, you have to wait. Now I'm at like the very, very end of the line Mm. for it. So um, millions of people ahead of you, hundreds of millions. Right. So now that I've had it, um, I am not exactly sure what will be recommended to me at the end of at my yeah. 90 days. You know, I mean, like I said, so many things are happening. You and I were just talking about all the different variants that are out there and how it's the disease. The virus is morphing and changing into all these different things. It's like, who knows where we'll be in 90 days? Gosh, that's ain't that the truth. So when you guys were super, super sick, mm-hmm. were um were you spent were you still playing with Penelope or was she kind of in a different part of the house with She your mom? didn't really want to hang out with us mm. because <laughs> we were not as fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's kind of like survival of the fittest when it comes yeah. to our kid. She's like, Okay, I like you. Do you wanna play with me? And you're like, I can't play with you right now. She's like, Okay, I like you. Do you wanna play with me? And then she will go to the person that will give her the utmost attention. She is not stupid. She is four and she's like, Okay, bye. Bye. All right, you're up. Let's go. So true. Oh, my gosh. Do you guys want to have another kid? Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Jeff, Jen, and Tim, they're all our ch- all of our kids. I take care of them all the time. But it's funny because she, like, she knew. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she knew, even though she doesn't know, she knew that we weren't feeling well. So she would just kind of, like, come in and look at us and be like, okay, you guys are still here? Great. Mm-hmm. You know, or here's your soup or here's your whatever. I'm going to go back out here. So were there anything, any foods that you were craving or did you have two questions? Were there any foods that you were craving, foods, foods that you couldn't eat? Three questions. And <laughs> did you have the mental fog? I still do. Okay. That's like the worst part. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Okay. Um, foods that are craving. Well, in the beginning, you kind of like just eat a lot of soup because mm-hmm. I think that you just have to when you're sick. It's just yeah. part of your body. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. Um, so we ate like tons of soup and then not really like I want to eat everything because I can't taste anything. You know, here I am gotcha. still 14, 15 days later. The only thing I can taste is salt. We got um, like an Olive Garden breadstick. Like we got soup and breadsticks mm-hmm. from Olive Garden the other night and I could taste like the garlic salt on the breadstick and I ate two of them because I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to lick it's this like salt. It. Yes. <laughs> I just want to lick this salt. But I can't really taste anything sweet. So like cookies, candy, all that kind of stuff. I can't taste any of that. Oh, I am excited to have a beer again, but nice. I'm kind of scared too because I don't know if I'll be able to taste it. Really? <laughs> what is your beer of choice? What's the beer you're going to Just go whatever. For? I don't even care. Something yeah. like Mick Ultra. But if I can't taste, I mean like get down on Guinness or something that, you know, has a really yeah. bold flavor to it something like that 
Uh, but the fog, they call it like COVID brain or COVID yeah. fog, and it is real. Really? Like, so yes. Like you, I know you can talk about this. Like when you, because you're kind of scattered like I am, you're thinking so many things at the same time time that it's just like you're all over the place. Mm -hmm. So when you walk in in your room, you're like, why did I walk in here? Oh. And then you leave the room. It's like that all the time. Oh, God. About everything. It's worse? Yes. It gets worse. (laughs) Worse. And I was talking to a friend of mine. I was like, how long does this last? She's like, girl, I don't know. It's been two months and I still got it. Wow. Yes. It's so weird. Where you're just constantly like, why did I walk in here? What did I do? Did I say that out loud? Where were we? What? what oh, you were there. That kind of thing. Well, today was your first day back at work. Did you have any um, I troubles did. at work? I did. Um, Frank Marzullo from Fox 19 mm-hmm. called. And he's like, hi, Tim. Hi, Fritch. And I go, hi, Fritch. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, oh, I meant to say hi, Frank. But I said hi to myself. Yeah. You know, stupid stuff like that. My, um, my friend that I was telling you about who... Uh, turned out to be positive she was gone from work she had it for like three weeks i didn't i ended up not seeing her for like a month after that yeah um and she went back to she was home from work for two weeks and then when she went back to work she her brain couldn't handle it like so hardcore that she would like start crying and have a breakdown and had to leave work for like three days yeah she was like i just i forget everything i like it kind of hurts to read. Yes. And this woman is like very cerebral, very, very smart. When you're She's sharp, like psychologist. it yeah. hurts worse. You know what I mean? Like, I feel Ooh. like I'm really sharp. Like at work, I'm like, we, you know, do we do this? We got to do that. What are we doing at this time? Where are we on that? Like, I'm very sharp and in charge of like a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I just am like, so what did the email say about the Facebook change? Could you just <laughs> give me like a briefer <laughs> on it? Because I can't do that right now. It's so true. It's wow. so weird. That fog. It's like a weird fog. And so what day you are officially negative on the 13th, which was just a couple of days ago. Yeah, just a few days ago. Well, I hope I know. it gets better for you. I know. Thank you. I hope the brain comes back. I'm Me like, too. man. Even if it doesn't, you know, maybe maybe we're all going to find out in COVID in a couple of years. You know how there's science behind people who get in traumatic, have traumatic yeah. brain um, accidents. They turn into different people. Yes. Maybe everyone is going to turn into a different person. Like a nicer this. person. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm kind of worried about that a little bit. Like, what happens in five years when they're like, everyone that had COVID in 2020, 2021 has to do blah, 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 because your toenails fall off. You know what I mean? Like, right? not that that's going to happen, but it's like, what if Maybe there is some will. kind of random side effect that you don't know about? Right. Like, you can't recall these tires. You can't recall this vaccine. It's yes. Just like, it's that's the done. same thing with the vaccination. It's like, what if everybody gets it? And then in five years, they're like oh, by the way, mm-hmm. you're going to lose your eyelashes or, you know, you don't know. Yeah, and what sucks in the same breath of that is I think, like, when, when you really think about it that way and break it down, we should all hope, I feel like we should all be united in it because we really are, as humanity, going through this every day together. Together, like, yeah. We, it is changing every day and nobody knows, but somehow it's div- it seems to be, like, divisive and it's just... It's crazy. Yeah. It yeah. is hard. And but you're right. People hate when they're like, we're in this together. But we are. We really are. We have no one else but each other. Yeah, dude. And <laughs> I think like now when you hear other stories of people who had COVID, are you not more adept, um, adept to read it? Yes. And you're like, oh, my God, how was your experience? How was your experience? Yes. What did you have? What were your symptoms? Can you smell yet? Can you taste yet? Mm-hmm. Like when I had COVID, I reached out to people that 
that I knew had had it. And I was like, how long does the diarrhea last? How long does, you know, can you taste anything yet? How long does this last? Or how long was this for you? And every person was different. I think that's a little bit about what the fear is. Like we were talking earlier about being afraid of it or wanting to know about being contagious and all those things. It's like, I think that's where a lot of the fear comes is because no one is the same. You know, your friend went through it for like a month. I'm fortunate enough to be back to back to work in two weeks. You know, yeah. if you knew like it's going to start on Monday, Tuesday, this is going to happen. Friday, this is going to happen. But the next Friday you're going to be back. Maybe you wouldn't be as afraid to get it because you would know what was going to happen to you. But yeah. everybody's different. If I feel like if I would get it, I would immediately Number one, probably be like, it'll be fine, but everyone else is going to die. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you have to think positively about, like, in my opinion, staying positive was ha- equally as challenging mm. as having all of the symptoms. But it is the number one thing, in my opinion, that will help you recover. It will help you having a positive attitude having the positivity to be like there's this is my option I'm this is I understand what I have here I have to I have to be on the end of this I have to feel better you know today yeah those are powerful yes you have to you have to be positive about it you have to know that this is going to be a positive experience from you for you somehow in the end I don't know what it is yet for me but getting this it's going to find a way to be a positive thing in my life. Yes. I can see that's, that. Those are really powerful words. Yeah. I can see you in your house every day like, we got this, guys. Yes. And I. We got this. <laughs> All right, Scott. Keep going. Yes. And we would laugh at certain things, you know, like mm. we would laugh. And I think that that's, you know, I was fortunate enough to have a partner with me going through it at the same time. So we could keep each other a little more focused. Um, but I think like. We were laughing and staying positive really helped us collectively get through it. Good for the heart and soul, no matter what. I know. <laughs> well, Fetch, is there anything else you want to say? No, I don't think so. Welcome back to work. We oh miss gosh, you for thanks. sure. Just really, nothing happens when you're not here. It was a whole different <laughs> world. It was a whole different world. That is like, true. Like, I would come into that. I, like, just noticed before I knew that you were positive or something or that everyone was really quarantined, I just noticed a difference in the studio and Molly was like, oh, yeah, Fritch is gone. I was like, you can tell. You can tell. <laughs> Everyone, nobody's here. It's you not totally. clean. Things aren't organized. There's no paper towels. Yeah. <laughs> there's like a layer of dust there's everywhere. No, yes. There's no staples. The yeah. copy toner is out. <laughs> And we got so we acquired so many snacks while you were gone. I too. know what the heck. Please eat all of them. Galentine's Pam brought in a bunch for Valentine's Day and also Kroger and all the things. So well, I hope everyone that listens to your podcast, I hope they stay healthy. I hope they, you know, follow some of the rules and just be kind to people that do have COVID. Just be kind. Yeah, for Amen. sure. Thank you so much, Fritch. Thank you. This was fun talking to you. I know. You want to come back on another time sometime? Sure. For real. Oh, this is perfect. You can. I can tell you all the goods on all, everyone. I've worked here for almost 20 years. Oh I my got God, all stop. the dirt. <gasps> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> well, and there you have it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Person of Interest with Fritch's COVID experience. 
you're still in this, and we're not shying away from it, that's for sure, at least not here at Q102. You can look up Fritch anywhere, just Google her name. She's on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. She has been for 20 years. Isn't that crazy? And check us out every Wednesday for your next person of interest. See you later, babes. Whatever it is you do today, make yourself proud. And, of course, if you have anybody you think should be on person of interest, just email me at natalie at wkrq.com. This has been Person of Interest with Natalie Jones.